Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Manor. This is a beautiful day that the Lord hath made. You know our anthem. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for joining with us again on this beautiful day. We give God thanks for every opportunity. Every morning we wake up, we first talk to our God and let him know that we appreciate him, we love him, and our desire is always to please him. I pray that when you woke up this morning, you had a positive mindset, amen, that you woke up thinking something good is going to take place in every day. I know we loaded down with all the stuff that we have to do on our jobs and have to do for our home, our children, and so much responsibilities that we have as earth dwellers. Um, but it, it'll go by so much easier and so, so much faster if we don't consider it a burden, but begin to speak positively. Every single thing I have to do today is light work, light work, lightweight. Nothing is hard. Everything comes to me easily. Amen. Speak that. And that will be your reality. If you want your day to be hard, say your day is hard. <laughs> okay. Say everything is tough and everything will be tough. Speak and it will become exactly what you have spoken. So if you want things to go by, um, you want your projects to be completed, you want to have a clear mind, um, and to be able to finish all your projects and do everything you have to do in perfection, then you speak that into existence. Remember I said, talk to God, talk to yourself, and talk to your world. So the things that you want to line up in your life, command it, speak to it each and every day. Amen. And you will see how much easier your, your day become. Never see your days as burdens. Never see your responsibilities, things that you must do as burdens. To see them as a natural part of life. It's like breathing. You have to breathe. It's like your heartbeat. It has to beat. Amen. Without it, you can't live. And so the things that we have to do in our lives, don't see it as a burden. See, that's part of life necessary for your existence in the earth realm. So see your job is necessary for your existence. Right? It produces income. It gives you the ability to pay your bills, put a roof over your head, drive a car, put food in your mouth, take care of your children, put clothes on your body. All those things are necessities. Do not see them as burdens. Amen. And the Bible says God will supply all our needs according to his riches in glory. So how we look at things determine how they are. How we look at things determine how things look at us. <laughs> Amen. So keep that, keep that positive mind. You know, one of the things I said about being a pastor, I love being a pastor. It's a joy being a pastor. And that's what I've always said. And that is my reality. That is my existence. Pastoring is a joy to me. I never considered it hard, and it has never become hard. I'm telling you, it's all about what you say, and it's all about your mindset. Don't consider your job a hard thing. Don't consider things you have to do hard things, but can just make it a joy. Make it a joy. Everything you do for your spouse, make it a joy. Everything you do for your children, make it a joy. And everything you do for yourself, Make it a joy, amen, and your life will be joyful. Your life will be full of joy if you make everything you do a joy, amen. Your life will be full of 
joy. Your worship will be joyful. Your praise will be joyful. Your reading of the scriptures will be joyful. Your um, speaking over your life will be will be joyful. Amen. Everything in your life will become joyful when we see it as a joy rather than a burden. Amen. So even our issues that we have to go through, find the joy in the midst of it. In everything, give thanks. Remember, we just talked about that a few days ago. In everything, give thanks. So there's a joy in everything. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. So joy again. Rejoy. And so we ought to tap our friends, tap our neighbors when they're having a pity party and their heads held down. Say, listen, where's your joy? <laughs> Release your joy. It'll transform your environment. It will change your circumstance. It'll take you up out of the pit and put you into the palace. Amen. And so today, I want to talk about the walk of perfection. The walk of perfection. Um, in my studies, I have found out that that perfect body comes through perfect thinking. Right? Um, perfection can only come... Perfection begins in the mind. It absolutely begins in the mind. God made us perfect. You know, every organ of our body came from a perfect idea. Think about the eyes, how the eyes work. It's a perfect idea come from a perfect mind, God's mind. The function of the hands, you know, we can curl our fingers. Um, the perfect, the perfection of the feet, the perfection of the brain, um, how it sends signals to every part of the body. It can, it can detect a touch. Um, it could detect a smell, the perfection of the tongue that, that can taste thousands of different things and differentiate between every one. Our nostrils can smell different fragrances and tell the difference between every one. Amazing that our bodies is from a perfect idea. Amen. God's mind was perfect in his thinking. And so because his, his thinking was perfect, everything he does is perfect. God is a perfect God. And the thing about it is that God made us perfect. <clears throat> and until our minds moved from perfection to imperfection, there was no sickness, there was no disease, and there was no death. So imperfect thinking brought death, sickness, and disease to our bodies. Amen. You know, God long, longs for us to know him and we discover him as we read and study his word. As we hear about him, we read about him, the perfection of his word. Um, but I just want to say that the word of God is not just some letters on a book. It's, it's life, it's living. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit in their life. The word of God that we're reading is a living expression of God himself. God is sharing with us exactly who he is. Jesus came as the physical expression of God in the flesh. So he was the word became flesh, the perfection of God in the flesh. So therefore he became the perfect man. Glory to God. He, he brought us back to the original Adam. He became the second Adam, which was perfect. So he was divine. He was a perfect expression of the fullness 
and the glory of God. He became, he was God in the flesh. He came to show us what perfection looks like. Perfection. So when we talk about the walk of perfection, the one person we can look at is actually Jesus Christ. But if we go back into the Old Testament, um, and in the book of Genesis chapter 6 and verse 9, that is the first word, um, the first time perfection has been used in Scripture. He said, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. Do you see that? He was perfect in his generation. That the Greek word, uh, the Hebrew word for, for perfection is tamayin, tamayin. It means entire. It means morally. It means perfect in integrity. It means without blemish. It means complete. It means full. It means without spot and undefiled. So what the word of God was saying is that in Noah's generation, there was no imperfection. Isn't that beautiful? In Noah's generation, he there was no imperfection. His walk with, with God was perfect. Um, he, he walked in integrity. He walked in truth. He was without blemish, complete. Amen. Without spot, undefiled. Noah was perfect in his generation. And I like what it says. And Noah walked with God. Do you see that? It's walking with God is a perfect walk. Let me say it again. Walking with God is a perfect walk. And it's amazing that God calls us to be perfect. The first man that God called was Abram. Remember that what God said? Abram was 90 years old, uh, actually 99 years old. And the Lord appeared to him and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Amen. So God called Abraham to be perfection. Call him to a life of perfection. He says, walk before me and be perfect. And this is what I'm going to do. I am going to bless you. And the nations of the world is going to be blessed through you. Your seed is going to be like the stars of the sky or the sand of the earth. He, he says, just walk before me. He says, I am calling you out of imperfection into perfection. And so God, in order for him to get to a place of perfection, God said, I need to pack your bag and leave a place of imperfection. And I'm going to take you to a place that I, I'm going I'm sending you to a place that I will show you. Simply mean, God is bringing him to a place that he's never been before. A walk that is perfect before God. Amen. And Deuteronomy 32 and verse 4, it says this, he is my rock. That means God is my rock. His work is perfect. God's work is perfect. For all these ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. See, God's way is perfect. According to 2 Samuel twenty-two thirty-one. as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord has tried. He's a buckler to all them that trust in him. The God we serve is a perfect God. Amen. And he, he has empowered us to walk in a level of perfection, but it begins with us um, knowing the word of God, hearing the word of God, 
transforming our minds to bring us to a place that we can be perfect before God. We may not be perfect before our friends and our family and and everyone in the earth realm because they may not understand what it is that we're trying to do. They may not understand the walk. You're walking with God. But God is the one who makes your way perfect. God is my strength and my power. He make it my way perfect. That's 2 Samuel 22 and verse 23. Let me say it again. God is my strength and power and he make it my way perfect. You know that word way is direct. It's, it's a Greek um, Hebrew word direct. We can say Derek. D-E-R-E-K, but it's direct. Um, it's a road. It's a course of life or mode of action. So God will make the course of our life perfect. He'll make our mode of action perfect. How does he do that? By transforming our mind, by influencing our thinking. Amen. When God does that, we our actions become perfect. You know, the Bible said to mark the perfect man. <laughs> Amen. So God is literally telling us that what he has called us to is perfection, right? And perfection means um, we are pure in all things. We are pure in our thinking, pure in our attitude, our character, and pure in our bodies. Amen. Matter of fact, God is actually looking for perfect people, Amen. Look at 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. You know, there's a church um, local that says no perfect people allowed. <laughs> well, I'm not sure how they came up with that. But here it is. God is looking for people whose hearts are perfect towards him. Amen. And so God is actually asking us as his people to seek him, we'll find him, and he will lead us into perfection. Amen. Let me, let me go to Psalm 37, 37. I, I mentioned it, but let me give you the scripture for it. It says, Mark the perfect man and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. Or rather, we can say, peaceful. God, listen, the end of a perfect man is nothing but peace. And it's not, listen, everything that God says for us to do or to become, he has empowered us to become. Did you hear that? Everything that God asks us to do, he has empowered us to do. Is there a blessing in walking in perfection? Yes, it is. In Job 8 and verse 20 says, Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man. But it goes on to say, Neither will he help the evildoers. <laughs> so God will not cast you away. God will not cast away the perfect man. God will help the perfect man. God will be with the perfect man. The end of that man is peaceful. Is nothing but peace. So there's a blessing. There's a benefit of, of having a perfected relationship with God through obedience to his word. And so let me say this. It's not impossible to walk perfectly before God. It is not. Noah did it. 
Abraham did it, and they didn't even have the, the Holy Spirit like we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us. We have been empowered. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So God is calling us. He has, whatever he has called us to, he is empowered to accomplish. And so we give God thanks because he called us to a place of perfection. You know, one of the things I've mentioned is that it's imperfect thinking that's one of the causes of sickness in our bodies. Imperfect thinking. When we're not thinking correctly, we think in perfection. We, you know, thoughts of fear can cause disease and all kinds of maladies in our bodies. It's imperfect thinking. When God tells us not to fear because he never gave us that spirit. So anything that God does not give us and we Put, put it in ourselves, it only brings harm, trouble, and disease to our bodies. Amen. If Adam and Eve had not um, disobeyed God, there will be no death. There will be no disease. There will be no sickness. But because they took on imperfect thinking, they gained, they took something that was, did not belong to them. It was not God's will for them to have it. God wanted them to stay in perfection. He made them perfect. When he looked at them, he said, that is good. Everything that God did, he said, it was good good. Amen. But they stepped away from the good and took on an imperfect thinking. Imperfect thinking brings death, brings disease, brings weakness, fear, destruction. That's simply imperfect thinking. Amen. It brings on depression, despair, all those kind of things. It all depends on what you have been thinking. Now, the word of God tells us, be perfect as I am perfect. But it begins with your thought process. So make sure that you are full of the word of God, that your thought process will be godly. Your thought process will be according to instructions in scripture and not feelings or premonitions. Amen. We cannot live our lives on feelings. We must live our, live our lives on perfect knowledge. And that knowledge comes through the word of the Lord. I don't know about you, but my desire is to walk in perfection. I don't have any time to be making mistakes and making up for mistakes. I don't think any of us do. We want to make sure everything we do is the right thing the first time. Well, God will bring us to that place if we consult him, consult his word. That's why it's so important that we have a personal relationship with God, that we can talk to him. He can talk to us. He will guide our feet. He will guide our path. He will lead us in the right path. He will even make crooked paths straight for you, that by the time you get to that place, it's already done. Because the Bible said he perfects everything that concerns you. And that's Psalms 138 verse 8. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Amen. The last scripture I'm going to give you is Proverbs 2, 21 and 22. This is what it says. For the perfect shall dwell, the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it. You see that God said the upright, amen, shall dwell in the land and the perfect. We are the one who God has designated to occupy the land. Amen. That means to live and to be perfect, to multiply, to just flourish and thrive. That is God's will for our lives. Amen. So I pray that we continue 
to seek perfection. Never tell yourself that you can't be perfect in the things you do. You could be perfect on your job. Yes, you can. Um, you can be perfect in your work. You can be perfect at home in the things that you do. You can bring a level of perfection around everything you do. It begins with your mindset. Amen. Never tell yourself you can't do it perfectly. Yes, you can. God has empowered you to operate in perfection. You know, I know this thought it's something new for a lot of people because they never see that. They see themselves as being imperfect. But God didn't make you imperfect. That came to imperfect thinking, imperfect knowledge, imperfect um, ideas that, that is based upon this world system. Everything in this world system is imperfect. And that's why I've always said you need upgrades on your phone because it was not perfect. If it was perfect, there is no need for upgrades. Amen. And so as children of God, God has called us. He made us perfect. We are fearfully, wonderfully made. And the Bible said that my soul knoweth right well. Simply means nobody can tell me any different. Don't let nobody tell you any different. God made you the way he made you. He made you perfect. Amen. Don't let nobody put you down because of this. Your color of your skin, you tell them it's perfect. The size of your eyes, you tell them it's perfect. The texture of your hair, you tell them it's perfect. Anybody got anything to say? You say, I am perfect in the eyes of God and everything I do is from a place of perfection. You begin to speak to yourself in that level, encourage yourself in the Lord, feed upon the word of God, that perfect ideas will come to your mind and you begin to operate perfectly. Amen. And do the things that needs to be done. Then the world will recognize you. Your boss will recognize you. Your friends will recognize you because of the things that you accomplish and you do it in perfection. Amen. Well, God bless you. I pray that this word reaches you perfectly. <laughs> Amen. And I pray you get, you get something from this that you can speak to yourself, speak to your life. Amen. Turn negative things into positive things. The Bible says all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. So you are called by God. You are called to perfection. He says, walk before me and be ye perfect. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for reminding us what you have called us to. You have called us to a life of perfection. And I pray, God, that our minds will be transformed, that we're not conforming to this world, but we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. I pray for the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come up on us mightily. God, and purge us of every imperfection, everything that's not like you, anything, God, that is not pleasing to you, purges of those things. Cause our thinking to be pure, our talking to be pure, and our action to be pure. I give you praise because you have empowered us to be perfect before you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because I'm reminded that your eyes go to and fro throughout all the earth, seeking those whose hearts are perfect towards you. I pray, God, that when you examine our hearts, you find hearts that are perfect towards you. 
Hallelujah. Now, God, that you, you may show yourself strong in our behalf. We thank you, God. Thank you for raising us up, opening up our thinking, opening up our minds, and God, the perfect ideas, divine ideas. And I pray, God, that you will download in our spirit divine ideas, creative ideas that we may release perfection in the earth. God, we give you thanks. I'm reminded of Jesus Christ. He walked on the earth. He was the perfect man. He did everything that he was supposed to do. He performed the will and the purpose for his existence. And I pray, God, that we will also do your will and perform and complete the reason for our purpose in the earth realm. Father, we thank you. Lead and direct us. Make our path perfect. Make our way perfect. Make our thoughts perfect. And God, bring us to places of perfect outcomes. Cause us to see the error of our ways that we may take what's imperfect, change it and become perfect. Father, we give you thanks for doing it. So we decree and declare that this day we'll be perfect in your sight. We'll have perfect outcomes, perfect understanding, perfect wisdom in all the decisions that we have to make. Father, let the divine wisdom, divine perfection find a place of expression through us. Hallelujah. Allow us, God, use us to be a perfect expression of the kingdom of heaven. Father, cause us to be symbols, symbols of perfection, symbols of your blessings in the earth, that when man will look upon us, they will see something different about us. Cause our difference to be recognized in the earth. And for this, Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor. For it is you who put favor on our heads, increase on our hands, and swiftness to our feet. It is you, Father, who has forgiven our past, preserve our present, and guarantee our future. It is you, God, who caused us, even though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. And because of you, there's not a feeble one among us, but we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in you, our Lord, and in the power of your might. Father, we bless this day. We glorify you and we tell you thanks because you are a perfect God, a perfect father, a perfect provider, and a perfect savior. For it's in Jesus' name we pray and we all say amen. Amen. Well, God bless you all, everybody. We give